Hey, can you turn that down? We're recording. Oh, Jackson. Don't cuss. This is K-12 Tech Talk. K-12 Tech Talk. The podcast by K-12 Techs. For K-12 Techs. Real conversations. Real arguments. And real banter on trending K-12 technology topics and issues. Live from the somethingcool.com studios, this is the K-12 Tech Talk Podcast. I believe it is episode 112. The gang is back together. I am Josh. With me part-time is Chris. Say hi, Chris. Hello. And with me more times than not is Mark. Hey, Mark. Hello. Hi. So it has been several weeks since we've been back together, right, guys? Chris is a hot minute. You're off suspension. Did you? I guess you had your meeting with Sue. Yeah, and Sue gave me that cake. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I apologized uh, both verbally, but also via a letter. Oh, that so I that wrote letter... via Chat GPT. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably in your permanent file now. Um, have you talked to Jeremy lately? Because he sent over some information about a new uh, system that they are selling. What What is that? They have X360 cloud solution storage stuff going on. They can back up your Google workspace. I know this because he spammed me today with an ad. <laughs> I got it too. Thanks, Jeremy. So you can email sales at somethingcool.com or jeremy at somethingcool.com. To learn all about their cloud solution to back up your Google Workspace. Yes, I, yeah, it, that's an interesting thought process. Um, it has been a busy week. We we are at threat level three for tornadoes, tornadoes, damaging winds, and tornadoes tomorrow. Um, <laughs> there's a buzz going around that schools are canceling school half day on the threat of tornadoes. So I don't remember that ever happening before. Um, what is kind of going on in the world of K-12 tech, guys? Mark has disappeared. He's, I think Mark left. Chris, what's been going on? Anything fun and exciting? I uh, I mean, I'm I'm still recovering from the Kosin trip oh, with yeah. Eric. Uh, and I mean, I don't know that I ever want to go on a trip with Eric again. Oh, my. He's a lot. <laughs> um. Eric's and a he, good guy. He 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 is a great guy. And I I couldn't keep up with him well. So he if you ever see him at the Midwest Tech Talk conferences, he's literally like running all yes, the time or, he or fast walking. Yes. And I always thought, oh, that's Eric at conferences because you know, we're organizing them and he's like a main point of contact when it's like the day of stuff. Right. So, you know, right. he's he's hustling surge bars and yeah whatever no that's just how he walks <laughs> like he he walks with purpose even if it's for for like hey hey bro you just got up like you're just walking to the kitchen and i i don't do that and like we land we and then he like one of his big things was like he and i i mean we kind of talked about this but he likes to walk so he's like hey i think i'm gonna go out and find a trail. Cool. Uh, I like to use vehicles uh, to get the places, but we can we can take a trail. Are we are we advertising for a new intern now? We need to be. Uh, so I 
we did that. I walked with him. One of the days it was raining. <laughs> cool, man. And then like we're walking and then he'd be like, oh, step aside. That's because there's people riding bikes and running. Like I don't I don't hang out where people ride bikes and run, Eric. <laughs> and that's how we would go around. And then he does this thing. And I think you you're I think you would be like this, Josh. He he has airport anxiety. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I completely think you would be like this. Yes. Eric, if you're listening to this, I'm being absolutely honest. This is me telling <laughs> like I'm I'm not holding back anything. <laughs> The airport, he's like, I only get anxiety going to the, the checkpoints. He was ang- he was anxious the whole time. Like, it wouldn't matter what we're... And he'd be like, oh, no, it's this line. It's this line. It's this... Eric, just... It's not a big deal, bro. And like, you know, those checkpoints, it's as... Whatever as it's going to be, you set your pace. You're you're taking your rings off and your belt off, whatever. And Eric's like deciding in the morning what he's going to wear based yeah, on how the check's absolutely. Go. <laughs> I, I I decide what type of shoes I'm wearing that morning so I can take them off easily in the checkpoint. Eric and I are cut from the same cloth. So we did that. And then he does this thing where like we're going out to dinner and he's like, hey, I'll get this and we can share it. Eric, I don't want to share with you. I'm almost 40 years old. I got a wife and three kids. You think I want to share a taco with you right now? I'm not sharing. He did that to me like three times. You think I want to share Chalupa with you, bro? <laughs> it was fine. It was a good trip. It well, was a good... <laughs> I have to say... Eric and I and our wives had dinner, I guess, two nights before you all le- or the night before you guys left for Austin. We went on a ghost hunt. Um, we had a dinner at a very nice restaurant in Jefferson City and uh, went on a ghost hunt at the state penitentiary. And I had none of this experience that you're speaking of with Eric. And he told some stories about you, though. No, oh, whatever. Like, you're really into that ghost stuff. It was fun. It was a blast. <laughs> If you're in Missouri or you come to Missouri, I highly recommend the tour at the Jefferson City State Penitentiary. I'm convinced that I never want to fly with you and Eric combined. I think Mark Mark and I can figure it out. But I don't know. If if I had to take a trip with you, with Josh and Eric. I am am so excited to pick the two of you up at the airport. I I text you and I said... (laughs) When I fly, I look around me at the people around me and know who I'm going to be on the cover of magazine with if the plane goes down. Like, that's how my brain works. I don't know. I think I need to commit right now to having a recording device in the car when I pick the two of you up from the airport. To <laughs> after, get, like, after we land, it's fine. Landing is raw. the worst part for me. I know, but like, I want, to, I want to hear what you guys have to say about each other. <laughs> Well, Chris, we are we will not be on the same plane because he is oh, flying yeah, from true. Dallas. He we oh, won't we won't be riding oh, together. I will be, be on the, I will be on the K twelve Tech Talk uh, private jet. Um. So, anyways, Coastin was good. That's the long story short. Yeah. So you guys talked to all sorts of cool people, um, Keith and Marlo, and all of those awesome folks that were willing to sit down with you and Eric and have a conversation about current trends. In K-12. If you have not listened to those episodes, um, episode 111, part one and two are all of those um, episodes from Coast and Tom Ryan makes an appearance. I'd recommend um, skipping that. 
interview. Yeah, he had some kind of. He's great, uh, man. Not harsh words about <laughs> Mark, but like, what didn't he say he wanted to punch you in the throat or something? Yeah. Like, he, yeah. 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 And I was like, my mom listens to this once in a while. <laughs> Sharyar was willing to sit down for a little bit. Um, let's see. Who else did you guys talk to? Yeah. The, Eva. The, yeah. Yes. From uh, San Antonio. Marlo Gaddis from nice. County. I like Marlo's ha- interview the best, honestly. I will say, I mean, I know, I know Tom was pretty brutal to me, but you have, you interviewed all my favorite people in the world. Oh, uh, Marlo, I, Eva, Tom, Shariar, like really. And Keith, like just great people. I think more highly of you based upon the people that Whoa. know you. Wow. Is that, except for, that, except that for was Tom. right. Yeah, that was, that was nice. And yeah. they're, they're incredibly impressive people. Uh, Eva yep. just started as CIO and she's already just making waves across country. Marlo has been CIO. She's retiring this spring and she has made waves for, for years. So uh, just two amazing people. So mm-hmm. very cool. Congrats, Chris. Yep. It was good and, times. Great times. And did you name drop Mark when you were talking to Keith like ahead of time, like to set him up for the interview? No, did you say I thought oh. that would be a negative. Oh, okay. I all right. I would have dropped. I mean, I dropped my Mark's name at dinner tonight with my uncle from Michigan, who doesn't know who Mark is. So <laughs> we go way back. Um. So yeah, Kosen. It sounded like you guys had a really, really good time at Kosen, and and hopefully, hopefully, Keith, if you're listening, um, we will be invited to Kosen in Miami next spring. Uh. So if you. We're not on Reddit yesterday, or if you do not get CISA alerts or MSISAC alerts, and you have a 3CX phone system, um, you need to go look up, uh, go do some Googling about the 3CX vulnerability with their soft phone app on Windows computers. Uh, There is a major vulnerability. It's kind of, it's been making waves. I think CrowdStrike and Huntress Labs broke the news yesterday. I follow Huntress Labs and uh, Katie Nichols from Red Canary on Twitter, and that's how I saw it. I think uh, Miss Nichols shared it, uh, the the Reddit link from CrowdStrike. And uh, it's a pretty serious vulnerability. Uh, so if you run a 3CX phone system, you definitely want to check this out and take precautions. Chris, you don't run 3CX, right? But we, no. we do know... Uh, several schools that run mm-hmm. 3CX in our area. So uh, they were uh, they were hopping on it yesterday when it when the news broke on that. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Let's see what else. So Mark, you you had an an agenda item about the Cosin article about partnering with social media, um, and how do you handle imposters? Yeah. So there was an article. Um, it was um, from. Actually, an online publication, but it was based off of a presentation at COSIN about social media. Uh, and it sparked a little bit of a conversation internally for us. Um, talking about the, the heart of the article was really, uh, or the heart of the conversation was about school districts need to be able to partnership, create partnerships with social media companies because social media is creating quite a bit of a challenge uh, for schools. And we really, it's kind of like throwing fish in or throwing a, a what's the phrase throwing a, a message out and just to a black hole um, when you try to get in touch with a social media company. So yeah. I'm cu- curious how you guys handle 
social media incidents in your district? What are some things that you do from a technology perspective? Uh, and have you ever had any success with working directly with social media companies? Boy, that's a good one. I can't say that we have had an incident where we've had to contact a social media company for assistance, but I do know of a neighboring district that had to do that. Um, and the only way they got the attention of the social media company was to have a letter or a fax sent from the local police department on police department letterhead um, to a special number. And that was the only way they got traction with the social media entity at that time. Uh, Thankfully we, and and this was actually a threat directed at a teacher, if I remember right. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, we, thankfully we haven't had to deal with that, but I do know it is a giant pain in the rear. If it, if it comes to that, because they, they don't like talking um to individuals or uh, talking to individuals is the wrong phrase but i guess making themselves available to remedy solutions like that um yeah. they don't yeah. like doing that chris anything from you just i mean and we probably all do this but we, you know we 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 block social media stuff within the school district right and yeah. and on our on our devices that leave and go home so we at least always tend to know that that's being okay uh the hope there would be, and I've talked to schools that try to say that that can be okay, that you have Twitter opened up because of the resources that can be there and the live news updates and blah, 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 and that kind of banter. But ultimately, you're at least keeping your kids safe and in that environment of yeah. where you're protecting them there. We've had kids, they'll try. We've not had like the threat, the serious stuff like that, but we've had the kids that do the bullying stuff or do the, uh, I'm acting like I'm a principal and I'm going to post these things. Um completely agree that there's not like the number that you just easily call and that's not even worthy of a phone call i would say like that's you're allowed to do that uh we've gone through where you're clicking like to report like hey this is a fake account or whatever we've had one where that was enough uh we had a basically a couple of us clicked and reported that and that page got taken down yeah um so you can kind of try to go that route uh, we've had it before where I had to do the investigative work. We knew some stuff was floating around. We didn't think it was taking place at school, but I would jump into like Google Vault to search for that page. Are you know our kids talking about it via email? Are kids talking about it via chat? Uh, so we could try to nip it that way. Um, that investigative kind of research. Uh, other than those things, I'm not thinking of anything else. Yeah, it's hard. We've the only time we've ever had things taken down is when we reach out to the police because of a, you know, an obvious crime or, you know, threat of violence has been posted. But even then, I don't know if it's the police that got it taken down or if it was just, you know, enough community reports and the social media companies took them down on their own. Um, but it it's hard. And we've had a lot of you know, borderline incidents, right? When when I say borderline, I mean, it's not quite against their terms of service or there's student-to-student interaction and you can't quite prove that somebody is under the age of 13, you know, on the social media service, services, terms of service. Um, and it's frustrating. And you just kind of hit report and you, you hope it goes somewhere. But very, very, very little interaction, if not none, with, with the social media companies um, and even when you do report something like 
I've had some situations where I'm like, this is horrific of what these students have posted. And and I'll get a reply back from the company like, no, your your claim has been rejected. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you don't know how much pain and frustration your platform is causing a school, a classroom. And they just, there's no interaction. So yeah. it's really, really frustrating. I'm not, And like you, Chris, most of it is blocked within schools, but that doesn't mean that the things that happen outside of school don't get brought in. I can think about, we even had one, I think it was Snapchat. So our school district has a name, you know, like North, South, East, West, Central, like one of those generic kind of names in its, in, in, in its name. And there was this snap going around that was a repeated, someone was taking screenshot and screenshot shot and sending yeah. it and sending it. So a school with our name from afar started it and had some kind of weapon thing in it and it made its way all the way to Missouri yeah. with our school name in it not us yeah uh, but I mean the community was oh my gosh this is this is the 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 threat that's being presented to us yeah and again if if we're trying to report it and do those limited things that we can do and you know you can send out your own communication uh, but man if there's just an easier thing to go about stopping that, uh, cause three of us, I mean, we, we've done all the, all the work to prove that this is not valid right. or, or, or that it is valid, whichever way you want, you want to look at it, but there's no work to go with it Yeah. besides you, you're well, and that's always that funny thing too. How will you get the word out via social media, which is the thing that you're trying to tell kids to right. not, like right. mess with, like you're kind of this double-edged sword of a thing or whatever, whatever you want to yeah. say. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't. I don't know what the solution is. I I don't think that social media companies have any interest in having a liaison and taking on some ownership for this. I don't. I don't see Facebook no. and Instagram and uh, Twitter and Snap. I don't. And TikTok especially, they're they're not going to have a liaison to your school district, and so it it's really really frustrating. Um, and I hate to say that you're kind of on your own when there's a social media issue, but right now K twelve districts really are on their own if an incident does not rise to criminal activity. Yeah. And I, you know, it's, it's interesting. I think that's where, um, like we're, my district is lucky enough to have a PR person. And I think that's where some of those relationships with those PR people, like, cause there's national entities. And I know COSIN has worked with INSPRA, the, I don't know what the acronym means, but it's like the national organization for school PR people. I know Cosin has worked with Inspra to get free um, Twitter verified accounts for school districts. Now that was before, you know, the last three, four months when, when Mr. Musk took over and kind of changed how Twitter verified accounts work, but um, they were, they were working towards a solution to have schools have Twitter accounts or let schools have Twitter accounts that were verified this is the school's Twitter account. So, um, and I know our, our PR guy has some other resources available to him from social media entities. So I think that's where those, those relationships become important and those national memberships in those national organizations like COSIN and like INSPRA um, do, do pay dividends um, by being a member. Um, We've even had the, and it's, it's innocent. It's for the good of the cause. Uh, but say Facebook, we have a lot of our teams that are our, our activities that have Facebook pages that we have created. 
Um, but say one doesn't have one. So then a, uh, a mom or a grandma, uh, whoever they go out of their way to go ahead and make that page. And they're, they're saying it's our school. It's our school's team. Um, your logo. But, but, yeah. yeah. But it's, it's not us. And again, that's for the, for the good of the cause, as far as where the, where the, your, 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 your mind and your heart was at. Right. Um, but, it, but it's not good. Right. Because in a lot of those cases, it doesn't, it, it's not saying the sentences that the school would say. It's not speaking on behalf of the school, but it sure looks like it's intended to do that. And there's no way for the school besides trying to re like, I've had that job where I'm supposed to try to reach out and figure out who's actually the owner of that and see if we can get it shut down or take over ownership. Right. Um, but that's all on me trying to reach out to a person. It doesn't have to talk to me. There's no way for Facebook uh, to help me out with that. Yeah. And, and good luck doing that. If the, if the person's a jerk and, and is doing it for nefarious reasons, they're not going to let you have ownership of that page or, you know, it, it's a, it's a mock page or whatever. Yeah. It's uh, I don't, I don't know what the solution is, but it's thankfully we, we haven't had to deal with that a lot. We had one, one time that it was a nice lady that had the good intentions and stuff, you know, and, and she received well, the, the, the point of why we want to take ownership on is because when her, whatever it was, when, when, when the kid in her life graduates, she's not going to care to right. update that page anymore. So that's right. why it's important for the district to have that. And she, and she got that right. Uh, so I'm like, all you gotta do is I'm gonna add you as a friend and then you gotta add me as a admin or a manager, whatever. And then I can take it and, and, and the whole bit. Well, she couldn't figure out her Facebook password. Oh, geez. Uh, and then she kept hitting the reset email deal and it's not going to the email that she thought she had. Oh, geez. Which is the whole point. Right. That's the, pro that's the problem. Um, and again, there's no way to fix that. Right. So now that page is sitting out there and we, we can't get it. She can't give it, you know, that, that kind of thing. And again, there's no Facebook doesn't appear to care. Right. Or any other social media. You know uh, who does care? And they care about your network infrastructure. Extreme who is, networks. Who is that? Extreme networks. Oh yeah, that's who. I got. Uh, I received delivery of our last two extreme networks that were uh, waiting for shipment this week. So we're super excited about that and getting those rolled out. Um, Chris, who do people contact if they want to hear about or learn more about the some of the best upper right quadrant in Gartner's survey? Physical and wireless converged networking. Who do they email? And go straight up to the top. It's Dominic Mayer, D Mayer, M A Y E R, at extremenetworks.com. And they are in that upper right quadrant of Gartner, who you interviewed two weeks ago, or last week. I thought they were going to announce like a new, like a fifth, a fifth quadrant. Quad quadrant. I don't know that that's how quadrants quad yeah, four. They didn't, they didn't work that news. Um, did you guys see this thing, this announcement from uh, Microsoft about the chat GPT cybersecurity thing? They yes, haven't. I didn't click on it. <clears throat> they haven't. <clears throat> excuse me. They haven't released it in the wild yet. They're betaing it, um, and it will be released soon, apparently. But it's called Security Copilot. They are taking kind of the 
security functions of monitoring logs and stuff like that and wrapping it into the Mark's favorite thing, chat GPT. Um, this is actually a flavor of GPT four. Um, and it's, it's, uh, kind of doing all this cybersecurity work for you. Um, so if you're, you're curious about it, do a Google search on security copilot from Microsoft. I watched a video on it. It's, uh, it's, it takes, all of that security stuff, all that log monitoring stuff, and kind of boils it down to language that any average person can understand. Uh, mm. So I think it it uh, it could go quite far as far as cyber cybersecurity stuff goes in the in the near future, especially with. Go ahead, Mark. I didn't I didn't see a lot of the announcement, so apologize for my ignorance on this one. But I saw you know a ignorance. little brief snippet snippet. Sorry. <laughs> a little snippet of it where it was like a chat, right? It's yeah. very similar to like yeah. chat GPT. Yeah. How does that work with cybersecurity? Like, are you supposed to type in, have I been hacked? And then we'll say like, no, you're fine. And I then think... like five minutes later, you're like, how about now? <laughs> no. Are we still okay? <laughs> how about now? <laughs> no, no, no problems. Yeah. Yeah. That that would be me every five minutes. Hey, are, are we cool? Yeah, and then cool. you go to lunch, <laughs> and you come back after lunch, like, "Hey, I just got back. What I miss?" And then be like, "Nothing." <laughs> that would be you, Josh. Look again, please. Yeah, <laughs> track are harder. You, are you sure? Oh, hold on a second. <laughs> no, I, I honestly don't know how it all works. I, obviously, I think it ingests data from. I mean, being Microsoft, you can assume that it's going going to ingest data from Azure, or Azure, however you pronounce it where you live. Um, Mark, how do you pronounce it? I don't. Uh, Azure, Azure. See, I, yeah, Azure. I, I've heard people say Azure, though. I think they're they're probably French. Um, you know, my 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 dipstick is Azure AD. Azure what? ADs. Azure AD sounds way better than Azure AD. See, that doesn't. Why did roll you say? Tongue. Why did you say dipstick? Well, like a dipstick of like, here's my little test, right? As you name off one of the products, Azure AD rolls off the tongue way better than Azure AD. I think that's called litmus test, Mark. Not dipstick. Dipstick. Dipstick's kind of derogatory. What? Just move on, please. Okay. Um, <laughs> I think he was calling us dipsticks, Chris. Um, so this is this is one of the differences between our neck of the woods. Dipstick is derogatory. We're gonna have to cut, cut this whole segment out. <laughs> so Chat GPT wrote me two grants and a cover letter this week. <laughs> a cover letter for your resume? No, for the for one of the grants. Oh, gotcha. Okay. I wrote the grant and I got to the end. It said, "Please write a cover letter." I was like, "Oh no, Chat GPT, will you write a cover letter for the grant?" <laughs> so if you don't know, the cops grant is open right now, right, and for the next what? 15 days, 30 days or so. Yeah, sounds right. Um, it's a federal grant for security for school districts, not not cyber security, physical security. Um, and it's uh I know several schools in the in our region that have gotten that grant before. So if you are looking for grant money for physical security, and and we all know that is uh, at the top of the list for schools, uh check out the cops grant. It's administered. Who's it administered from? But if you just Google cops grant, you'll you'll figure it out. Um, 
Let's talk Forda EDR real quick, Chris. That's you, man. Oh, that's what, me? What do you know about it? Um, I know it's made by Fortinet, and instead of the net, they put EDR, so it's Forda EDR. So EDR solutions are, I'm sure if you're in K-12 tech, you have heard about EDR enough this year to make yourself sick. Insurance companies are requiring it. Um, consortiums are requiring it. It's it's just at the top of the list for most school districts right now. And of course, there's any number of flavors out there. There's companies that just smack EDR in the name of their product and hope that you don't look at it deep enough to realize that they really aren't an EDR. It's just regular antivirus. Um, but Forda EDR does not follow fall into that classification. Forda EDR is uh, an award-winning EDR. They uh, take it very, very seriously. There's a couple of case studies out there. There's a, a district in Florida. We'll, we'll link this in show, no show notes. But uh, the Okeechobee County School District uh, they went ahead, <clears throat> they bought Forda EDR to qualify for, for their cyber insurance requirement of having EDR. Uh, so if you are interested in learning more about the Forda EDR, obviously Chris Illingsworth, our buddy, our pal, our friend at Fortinet, um, cool who, name, bro. who absolutely loves our Fortinet product name suggestions. Um, he won't tell you that in person because, you know, he's got a you know, make, make, make like he's a, uh, he doesn't like them, but he, he absolutely loves our name suggestions. Uh, he is our sales guy here in our region. Chris, what's the email address for Fortinet? Fortinet, Fortinet podcast at Fortinet.com. So yeah, go email Chris that, that email address goes straight to Chris. So mm -hmm. email him, ask him some questions about the 40 EDR. It plays well, perfectly honestly with the fortinet fortigate firewalls um it if uh, those two plug together they can shut down a device if it sees suspicious traffic on the network or trying to get out to the web so email that address let chris know you heard about their products from us um what else we got fortinet podcast at fortinet.com there you go um did have you guys did you guys know that google is rolling out AI in Google Workspace documents soon. I'm ready. Um, so they are rolling out the you know, kind of that AI prompt. Like if you go to chat GPT and say, write me a, a resume template, um, they are rolling out kind of that feature set in Google Docs. I saw there's a YouTube video out there about it. Um, they say it's currently in beta and they've only rolled it out to key uh, installs of their product, but they their goal is to roll it out even more they they showed it writing custom emails to employees thanking them for their service and like it was doing it all it, it was mind blowing youtube video um i know so, mark loves chat gpt mm -hmm. is is this where we're headed like well okay so i have i mean i've seen a lot of announcements about that i've seen all the it's it's called bard uh is mm -hmm. is google's mm -hmm. ai version the question I have is around uh, data siloing. So if I am using this AI to finish up a Google Doc or write an email, and this AI is using it's using data it has learned, is that data from within your account? Is it from within your organization? Is it from outside? So if I write an email and suddenly the AI is not abiding by 
my Google Doc preferences right. or right. my all my data loss prevention rules? Like, is it going to say, is it going to pull information from somebody else's Gmail and, do, yeah. and Google Drive or another district and, and pull that in? So I have real questions about, that sounds cool, but how does it work with uh, data privacy? And realistically, is it pulling data just from your account or your domain? And how does that work? Doesn't matter. Get over it, bro. It's happening. Mark, yeah, we know you hate GBT. It's okay. Um, <laughs> no, no. I, I, I think those it's are... It's the are, future, Mark. They are valid concerns. You either get in or get out. And I, I think the, the, other, the other part of that discussion, Mark, is from a, a student data privacy concern is if, if GPT is learning from student input, um, how, where does that stop? How, how far does that spread out? If, if my son is using GPT and, and giving input to GPT to write an article or to write mm -hmm. a review of something, how, how do we know that it's not using that same content in another student's I'm article? Um, yeah, no, I, I, to me, if, if Google does end up rolling out this AI prompt in docs from a school standpoint, from a school administrator standpoint, I would surely hope that they would have a setting that would allow you to turn that off for students, but leave it on for faculty or, you know, something, something like that. Like what they did with YouTube in the, the age restriction thing where you had to go in and say yeah. what OUs contained individuals that were under the age of 18. Um, yeah, I, there, there has to be some sort of way to restrict the the use well but more than just a yes or a no i'm going to allow this but it's for me i'm wondering if i you know let's say in my role and, and chris is the head of hr if i ask this ai tool to write an email and say like oh well i want to know what josh's salary is is this ai smart enough to know like well chris has a google doc and he shared it with you therefore it's reasonable for you to know that information or is it smart enough to say, well, I don't know that answer because it's not available to you in your account. Like that's practically speaking what I'm really concerned about. Sure, Less right. about like from a global perspective of like, is this right or is it not right? I'm really thinking practically speaking, is AI going to adhere to my email and my sharing permissions already and use that to feed information? If it gets dangerous, if it's like, so I, I have like a salary doc that I found on my own and I've kept it. So then Mark, you're asking that question. And then it's like, I don't know the answer, but Chris might know. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, oh my gosh. Uh, yeah, that's funny. There was some some good discussion at Coastin about how cool it could be, how great it could be, how useful it could be if it's like in your sys, where you can just, without looking at spreadsheets, without sorting spreadsheets, sure. ask it questions. And and that big the uh, I forget who said it, but they said it's going to be important to ask the the right questions. Uh, you you might say, "Give me the top ten teachers." It might give you an answer, but you need to unpack why it decided that. And like, yeah, yeah, are those teachers? Do they have particular kids from particular neighborhoods with particular things attached to them that make them the 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 more achieving students? You know, but again, yeah. it's AI, so in theory, you would think that it gets to that point where you can ask it proper questions, and yeah. it's going to dig and, and tell you why i mean but it's go ahead so just chris thinking about you saying having that in your sis 
to me, unless you have the back end to run that, I I don't see that happening in CIS, right? For the foreseeable future, even because it does say it does take such compute power for it to one to understand what you're typing and put that into actionable data and pull that data and then parse that data. I don't for people that have a hosted sys, you're you're not going to have that local. Um, that data is going to have to go out and come back at some point. I don't see that happening. Um, Would it least, be a downer? Uh, sorry, at least right now. Um, so, Josh, you you said something. I forgot. I have a trivia question for you this week. Uh-oh. Oh, okay. Whoa. All right. Hold on. This yeah. is the Provision Data Solutions trivia question of the episode. <laughs> Go, Mark. Last week, Gordon Moore died. Yes. Died at the age of 94. Yes. What is Gordon Moore famous oh, for? Oh, I know this answer. I know this answer. Chris is just like, I'm not even going to try. It's something pull, like you're going to say GPT. it and it's like, oh, yeah. Um, it's something super rudimentary, too. Um. Well, my hint is that he was uh, famous for being the co-founder of Intel. Yeah, but years that... ago, and during that, he made a statement. I'm googling it. Oh, that's not tell it. Tell us, Mark Moore's law. Oh, Moore's I wasn't law. going there. What is Moore's is, law, Mark? Moore's law is way back, and I'm going to butcher the date, but I think believe it was in the '60s when he stated that the um that the processor will double in speed yes every 2 years or to be more specific that the number of transistors uh will double right. in a microchip every every 2 years or 18 months yeah. and for the most part he was on point well up until the very very recent future or recent past recent so Moore's law the founder of Moore's law passed away we're talking about week. time travel now boys <laughs> <laughs> um chris tell us about absolute absolute is a proud new sponsor of the k12 tech talk podcast uh, we're going to hang out with them for the next six weeks uh the contact there uh this guy oliver you can email him at o schmidt Oh, uh, at absolute.com. I now, I like that email address. I hope I'm saying it right. That That's Oliver. You're going to, he's going to let me know that I did a terrible job at that. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> if you don't know what they do, what they are, uh, we're going to link to that, of course. But here's a little, here's a little tasty taste uh, talking about student data uh, reclaiming, getting your Chromebooks back. We got one to one all over the place. Uh, a lot of initiatives with one to one, giving every student a device, uh, absolute software, uh, gives you a persistent connection. Uh, they can help you geolocate, freeze, wipe remote, uh, devices. Uh, I'm going to, there's a lot to unpack with them and it's going to take us the six weeks to unpack it, but I'm going to put a link. Uh, they have an education solutions brief, uh, that you can check out. Uh, but first they will help you get your Chromebooks back. <laughs> it's funny. You mentioned that we, so we don't, we don't, we've not used absolute. And this is, I mean, that's not an indictment of them or anything. Indictment. See what I said there, did there. Um, we had an alert from a product that we used to subscribe to. And we haven't used this product in probably two years. 
Um, but they were our filter and MDM and classroom management tool for a number of years. We got an alert today that a Chromebook we put in lost mode two years ago popped online. And we, That's we fun. were talking, yep. yeah, we were talking in the office. How wild is it that we, and this is from a student data privacy standpoint, this is like, oh crap, they still have mm-hmm. our devices under management. Um, like it, it hasn't been online in two years and it, and it pops online. And one of the log entries said that it had gone back to um, not developer mode, but the other mode, you know, standard mode or whatever. So someone had tried wiping that device before it popped back online. So it's probably in a pawn shop somewhere. So yeah, we thought that was funny that a, a product we haven't used in two years was still MDMing our devices. Um, Chris, I know we talked about PDS earlier and the last couple we of did. weeks, the, the phrase with PDS has been PDS can help you can take you where you want to go. You guys like that line? PDS. Yeah, I, I did. It can and take I take you to wherever you want to go. And I horribly screwed it up. I didn't do it justice. So let's let's do it again here real quick. PDS will help you go where you want to go. Chris, where is the speaking, podcast going? Speaking of where we're going, uh, we get to hang out in New Hampshire and we've kind of been starting to hype this up, but the three of us, we're going to be in person together for the first time ever at New Hampshire's CTO clinic, bunch of tech directors, tech folks hanging out uh, May 3rd, all three of us in person. That's at the inn uh, at, what was it? Mill Falls, I think. Yes. Uh, you can check out nhcto.org uh, if you're New Hampshire area, an area. I think they let some Massachusetts folk come yeah. over if you wanted to. Yeah, we had a, a conversation with them this week, and we learned a couple important things. Um, they will let neighboring neighboring states come. You don't have to be a New Hampshire resident or a New Hampshire school to come. They were all about opening it up to other people that if we could bang that drum for them and get other people there, they were more than happy to get people there. The other thing that we learned, they're going to have good bourbon to drink. So if you want to come have a dram that's on with the, me. That was on Josh's rider. Oh yeah, it it was totally on our contract. Um, if you want to come share a dram with me, I, I don't. They didn't say what good bourbon. Now good bourbon, their good bourbon might be different than my good bourbon. I don't know. Um, but bourbon's bourbon, right? Like I'm not going to turn down good bourbon. I don't know. So if you want to come share a drink with me, come to the New Hampshire CTO Clinic. Let's let's and and maybe even Mark. I know Mark's going to be there. Maybe Mark will share a drink with us. And let me just say, the the property at where this this conference is being held. Um, what was the name of the conference? The name of the um facility again, Chris? Mark, Church, do you know Church Landing? Church Landing. Have you guys? Is that you, right? Yes, it is right. Um. This looks absolutely beautiful. And the one of the one of the guys we were talking to this week said, "Yeah, this is this is the Lake of the Ozarks of New Hampshire." And I'm thinking, this looks way nicer than Lake of the Ozarks. Um, this place looks beautiful. Do you get Okay, this is going to sound horrible. The 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 facility that this is taking place at, I thought for a second that this was the place that american pie 2 was filmed like that where the wedding and the wedding reception to your head i don't know how but many the, times the, did you watch american pie 2 in high school college 
Uh, it in high school, co- it would have been college. Because <laughs> if that's um, one of like, that's if you got that floater, that's pretty up towards the top of your head. It if you're looking really, at landscape, the, the, and facil- you're like, the building looks like the <laughs> the building looked like the building that they had the wedding and the reception for All American right. Pie too. It looks beautiful. I'm um, just disappointed that Josh is like super hyped about this spot. Meanwhile, I'm like, uh, you're sleeping on my couch. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that sounds great, but you're not staying there. You're staying with me. Oh, uh, we forgot. <laughs> Either way, the facility where this conference is being held looks absolutely gorgeous. And we're going to uh, be it- there. We're going to talk about the future. No, we're talking lessons learned, man. Lessons learned from the past. <laughs> Not the future. That help us with the future. <laughs> so if you are in that Maine, Vermont, what other states are up there, Mark? Maine, uh, Vermont, um, Massachusetts. Massachusetts. <laughs> Massachusetts. Uh, come on over to the New Hampshire CTO clinic uh, and and say hello. The, it, their agenda looks great. We are giving yep. the keynote, uh, but there will be breakout sessions as well. And we're and, doing a session too. Yeah, we are doing it. And session. we're going to have a table. And there's going to be bourbon. Um, so, yeah, come say hello. Hey, I just got a text Uh-oh. from my curriculum director. She said, what is the website that writes your papers? ChatGPT. Oh, ChatGPT. Oh, it's getting yeah. out. Tell her, tell her Urban Dictionary. Oh, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny to say, though. That would be awful. All right. Uh, if you want to email us, if you have a question, we do have some listener emails we need to get to, but not tonight. We're already over. Um, we will get to those in the near future. If you have a question or a critique, maybe mm. be nice. Yeah, someone complained on Twitter that I used too many sound effects during the Kosin episodes. Yeah. That was my pseudo name. I'm sorry about that, Josh. <laughs> <Or Chris>. <laughs> 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 ah, that's hilarious. I owned um, it. It's fine. Let us know, k12techtalk at gmail.com. Uh, we are also on Twitter. Just search k12techtalk podcast. Um, Chris, do you want to hit k12 tech pro real quick? For sure. K12 tech pro, k12techpro.com. Uh, you can click on, we have this new thing called the community. Uh, you click on that to join it. It's a vetted community. So we're proving that you work actively in a k12 tech department. You have to fill that thing out. It might take us a day or so. Uh, to get you verified. We have a person doing that. Uh, And then we onboard you, you're in, Uh, you get attached to whatever state you're from, you get to hang out with your state community, uh, but you get to be a part of a global community too. We have, I mean, it's message boards and chat uh, when you dumb it all the way down, but we have things called water coolers. So you're in the office around a water cooler. We have those for for different topics or different states uh, and the global one. And we have tech talks based upon your state, based upon topics. Uh, and it's been going really cool. So not to oversay it, but we're in 20 states. A lot of those states only have one person sitting in there by themselves. Uh, but we're in 20 states over the last three weeks. Really excited about that. Uh, so come to K12 Tech Pro. Uh, uh, the pod episodes flow into there as well. The articles that we do on that website flow into there as well. Uh, you'll catch us on there hanging out. But another... I mean, it's just so cool. Uh, the pod, getting to go to coast and all this stuff we get to do. You know, at the end of the day, the podcast, we're three techs from three places hanging out, just bantering about what's going on in K-12 tech. Midwest Tech Talk, when we plug that, plug that, that's what 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 we're doing. 
when we get to go to Cowson, people are coming up to us. That's all we're doing. We're just hanging out and talking about what's going on. That's what K-12 Tech Pro, that community thing, that, that's the vibe that we're going for. Uh, if you're a one-person tech department, come hang out with us. There was like a Google issue the other day. Someone's like, hey, anybody having Google issues? You're like, yeah, no, whatever. It's just a good place to talk, uh, to post questions, all that kind of stuff. So k12techpro.com. Chris, tell us one of the states that only has one person. They need friends. And I'm sure we have listen, listeners there. Uh, I think Rhode Island would be one because that, that that one guy like asked to join Massachusetts because yeah. there's like Mark and one other dude in there. So there's like <laughs> three people in Massachusetts, uh, one in Rhode Island. There's four people in Massachusetts. Hello. Oh, excuse Chris. No, 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 that is Chris. The fourth person is Chris. <laughs> oh, that's me. Yeah. Right now, I'm like the guy that's like, hey, you guys still doing okay? <laughs> we're trying anyway, to get someone to come over and talk to you guys. Anybody need a beer? We're, we're good. I know. Chris is like, I, I'm just going to hang out here. If you guys need a juice box, let me know. String cheese? Anybody and need then, string cheese? And then there's a guy from Rhode Island. So it's it's <laughs> it's really just Mark. It's a so, one-on-one conversation with supervision. So if if you're in Rhode Island or Massachusetts, go out to Tech Pro, K-12 Tech Pro, uh, sign up for the community. Don't be afraid to click the sponsored membership. You can do that. Page. That's cool. Yeah, um, read the form when you're filling it out. And don't don't troll me. Apparently, that gets you delayed in getting uh, vetted. And and if you say mean things about me, yeah, uh, not 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 cool. And and Josh, at some point, we're gonna stop this probably, maybe. But a lot of people change their profile pic to Josh's face. Yeah, I, I don't get it. It's slightly irritating. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> that that's all I have for tonight. You guys, you, you just to... made this whole thing about you. Yes. That's, that's all that's, you have. Yeah. That's all I have. That's all that matters. Um, that's episode one twelve. Shoot us an email, find us on Twitter, hit us on K 12 tech pro, find us at the new Hampshire clinic. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm. Good to be back. Have a thing.